Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to the last episode of the Proc Talks in 2022. I'm your host, Dario. And as always, before we jump in and welcome today's many guests, um, don't forget to uh, get us a cup of coffee or get yourself a nice the Proc Space cup or any other merch item. It helps us out a lot. And uh, yeah, now, as you can see, uh, I've gathered a, uh, a little a bunch of very cool musicians who had out very cool albums this year. Um, starting with a band from Sweden, and uh, I think uh, all three full-time members are with us today. Uh, I'm talking about an abstract illusion. And so there's Carl Westerlund, Christian Berglund, and Robert Stenval. Is that correct, guys? Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome yeah. to the Proc Talks. Your album, Woe, was released on September 9th. Uh, on Willow Tip Records, and it has been kind of a highly anticipated release as your debut album, Illuminate the Path, was out in 2016. So there's been like six years between the two albums. And um, yeah, how was the, re the reaction for you uh, when you put out Woe in September? Um, I don't I don't really remember how it was. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of released it and... Uh um it felt like yeah our fans were happy with it and then it kind of started rolling and the people online were talking about it more and more and uh i mean all of a sudden it was it, it has it had a very good reception we think uh, we didn't expect it uh we were just i mean we were just happy to finally get something out uh yeah since it was like six years since the released last album so it was it was just nice to take a break and uh, relax a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, I would say like the first reaction was, well, finally, because, you know, it's, it's been six years since Illuminate the Path and we started recording uh, Woe in like September 2017. So it's been a really long process. So uh, my first reaction was like, yeah, Fucking finally, <laughs> but um, and the reception, of course, has been in incredible, and we're we're extremely humbled and 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 yeah, just just I I, I feel feel proud, you know, yeah. to to have released such a yeah. No, you should be. <laughs> Thank okay. you. <laughs> no, we're we're just really happy to see the response because I mean. Uh, you see all of these awesome bands releasing great music who doesn't really get the recognition that they deserve. So, I mean, it's it, it doesn't really it, just because you write good music doesn't mean that you you will get the re, a good uh, reception and um, the reach also. Just yeah, and the reach. I think we're just happy to see that our fans are spreading it to other people, and that's I mean that's how we the underground uh, survives to have like people who just like to spread 
good music to to friends and uh, and so um since we don't i mean i don't think any of the bands here have like the big corporate pr machine behind them so we we have to have um people on the ground to kind of like push the music so it's really it's really nice to see our fans uh, do that yeah i i have to say that i'm a new fan of the band as i uh, wasn't aware of an abstract illusion beforehand and uh but retrospectively of course i saw the impact that uh illuminate the path already had on the underground progressive death metal scene i would say but 2016 i was very very new to the scene uh to the more extreme more heavy prog scene uh, i started to delve more into it so so it kind of passed me by back then um but yeah it was was a big surprise for me and um yeah i'm really really happy uh, um about the response that i saw online and also um i think uh, i saw a lot of like like yeah the 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 fan the fan base was was growing significantly um i would say from what i've i've, I've seen online <laughs> yeah uh, i would say so mm. it's really nice to see yeah, um, that brings us to our uh, next uh, guest, Andy from Disillusion from Leipzig in Germany. And uh, Andy, you've been a part of the, um, I would say, underground progressive metal scene for quite a while as well now with Disillusion. And uh, yeah, you released uh, the new Disillusion album, Ayam, in, uh, at the beginning of November. And um, I have to say, I, I've known Disillusion since um, almost 20 years, maybe. And uh, I, I was lucky to see you guys live back then uh, with Back to Times of Splendor and Gloria and in like small youth clubs um, all the way back. And then I kind of lost a little bit track. And um, I mean, you also had kind of a longer break and then you came back with the Liberation um in 2019 and now i have the feeling that you you finally found some momentum with disillusion is that uh, a, a correct observation <laughs> yes yes and no i didn't really didn't really find it you know worked to to get it <laughs> um it was a long process uh, it was a long process there was a lot of things in private life whatever um but then it was a lot of work to get really like the the energy and the focus for for the complete life uh you know to make music in a for in a long run so it was a decision and it was a long decision and finally in 2015 i felt okay to 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 really like uh dive into everything that needs to be done to be kind of living from this crazy yeah, so we are back to albums now, new album out now. And uh, first of all, uh, but I need to say uh, one thing. Uh, it's uh, it's really a pleasure to meet you guys here, Abstract Illusion. I've been listening to your album. Well, um, let's say, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm, 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 I'm a bad record listener. It doesn't see, it doesn't figure. <laughs> I think it was like three or four times, but I really, really, really liked it. So thanks very much for the record. Oh, thank you. Thanks, man. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you very I'm, much. I'm actually kind of uh, star starstruck speaking to you right now, and I'm a big fan of the solution. So <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> and and and, and Regan, I, I I don't know you yet, so I will get to know you. No. <laughs> well, the album just came out, so okay. I listen to it after this. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. 
So yeah, we are back. New album uh, just came out, and um, we we have a great lineup now. We have a perspective. COVID was uh, not good uh, for everybody. It was bad in a way. On in other aspects, it was good. But um, now we are here. Yeah, new album out now. Now we give it back. <laughs> yeah, and and you also uh, were able to to go on a big European tour together with Obscura and Persephone. And um, uh, I, if I remember correctly, that was also postponed. It was yeah. supposed to happen earlier, um, but now it was maybe kind of uh, was was it was it good for like to be closer to the album release for you or was it just like <laughs> yay we're on tour <laughs> finally it, it, it was just uh it was amazing amazing experience great guys of course funny great guys it was amazing i'm not just saying it was really new friends and everything was really good and it was an amazing experience but for the record and promotion it was two two months too early period oh okay <laughs> so <laughs> yes but, but it was good it was good yeah but you were you were you were able to to do also a couple of um headliner shows uh, across germany um here and there just last night i think you played yeah, somewhere. i'm really tired yeah <laughs> Some, somewhere in eastern germany far deep east yeah deep east almost poland yeah <laughs> all right yeah that's uh that was disillusions i am uh, uh also one of one of the most uh anticipated progressive death metal records of this year i think and uh yeah both an abstract illusion and a disillusion delivered big time both amazing amazing albums and um um, Colin, I mean, I, I I know you for quite some time now, and I, I knew you were uh, uh, really anticipating the release of those albums. Uh, but I know you were uh, really stoked to bring out your own second album as well, second full length album with Ash Breather, uh, Hive Mind, right? Yep. <laughs> that was that was one week after Disillusions. I am on November eleventh. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a special crazy album. Uh, tell us a little bit about Hive Mind. Uh, I don't even know where uh, to begin, but uh, this album actually was in. It started being written uh, was it like four years ago at this point. Um, it's yeah, it's we were starting writing with our first album, and that took so long to get out as we were just uh, finding time to record and our singer at the time actually left to go to, to Germany. And uh, we were like in the midst of figuring out, you know, where this band was going to stand. And then we're the three of us were just kind of like, well, I guess in the meantime, let's just uh, see uh, how we can get with continuing writing. And so we progressed with, well, what ended up coming out as hive mind and Initially, we're just like, let's just make this as like a uh, just a pro like a project EP of some sort that uh, the three of us will do until uh, he comes back uh, from uh, from his uh, time up in Germany. And then as time went on, uh, it looked like it was becoming more that this would be the the next full time thing for us, uh, being the three piece that we were. And uh, we never looked into getting a replacer singer or anything because we want we were reserving that for him. And as we did that, the three of us tried taking over vocals that whole time for live shows. And 
it was tough, but uh, after the reception from people seeing us, like we're like super into how it sounded and everything and thought we gave a lot of energy and everything and made me actually feel proud about myself that like normally I don't really do vocals all that much, but we still focus mainly on just being an instrumental band and everything like that. Um, but we, we throw vocals in because, oh, well, I guess we can do it. It, it, it worked out for us. So uh, basically, yeah, the, this Hive Mind album, we were basically like we kept writing it and it actually kind of got to the point that uh, we were like, hey, we're starting to find more ideas for this. Uh, maybe it can be pushed to even be a longer piece. And then now here it is finally at 37 minutes as one song. <laughs> and it's it's the the very long time of me being a prog lover i've always this is the kind of album that i've for all my life i've been wanting to put out you know just like i, I look up to like the bands that put out like long songs and concept albums and that kind of stuff and and it's really intriguing as well that around this time as well in my life that i started to kind of grasp ideas from like other genres at the same time and then and thanks to my bandmates too, of course. Both Charlie and McKay have uh, helped me to kind of dive into other uh, genres as well. And it feels like that with this prog epic, we've done a bit to, you know, try to throw more ideas into rather than just being this grand prog epic, you know? You know, got saxophone like in the psychedelic spacey rock section that we threw in and lots of spoken word elements to kind of really throw in and just all kinds of different stuff and everything was recorded in our basement too. That's another thing that I should mention that makes this record special is that this was the first time, you know, we, during the pandemic, we rented a house together. We set up everything in our basement and we tried to see how we can make it work to record for ourselves. And, uh, 99% of it was recorded in our basement for this record. And the only other things that were not recorded there was when we got Matt Moss from sluggish to do his guest vocals. And uh, my roommate April and I both did some screams in a tunnel once. <laughs> <laughs> and that was done during like the really crazy blast beat part that was just like, this is just a noise section. Let's just throw some tunnel vocals in. And that actually came out pretty damn good. So I was uh, really happy about that. But yeah, everything you heard on that album was like in our basement. The drums, guitar, and bass was all done like one take. And then everything else, uh, vocals, sax, uh, other noise stuff was done uh, post-production afterwards. And then we just spent so much time to just go back, revisit, make sure it comes out as good as it could. And uh, I think it delivered. Uh, like, obviously not nearly as much attention as, you know, some of the other albums that we're discussing here today because, well, you know, it's <laughs> had more time to put music out and everything. And we're still a new band, you know? But um, this it sounds it sounds like yeah it yeah. sounds like such a cool uh, band experience to just rent a house together and live there <laughs> full time mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. record your album in the in, in the basement um, but like I, I think uh, I've, I've got two little questions um, uh, last year you put out the kind of transitional EP out my eye out um, yep. and um, but. Um, I think I remember that those songs are actually newer than most of the hive mind stuff. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yep. <laughs> it, this, it, those ones were actually written during the uh, pandemic 
um, procedure. I guess those were like transitionary pieces that kind of helped us, especially to figure out the future for the band. And it was also kind of like a testing ground for uh, the pr new person that we brought in to help produce our music and uh, make it sound good. And uh, we didn't want to like put any risks like quite as much on hive mind. We wanted to, we knew that, that okay, this is going to be a pretty big piece for us. Like let's write some other songs that will be just kind of, you know, probably like still pretty good, but just to test the waters out. And then after writing them, they actually turned out better than we expected. And also April did a fantastic job producing it. So we we're like, wow, okay. Yeah. This actually turned out really great. So yeah, let's work with her again for hive mind now and that we know what to expect and uh, let's go with it and see how it goes. And uh, yeah, it actually, as I mentioned, turned out fantastically. And I think the way that we went with it, like couldn't have been done any better. And uh, just to realize too, that uh, today marks the one month now of uh, having hive mind out. So that's Yay. pretty cool. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> one one, yeah. one last question about hive mind. Uh, it sounds insane to me uh, to record a 37 minute song in one uh, take. And uh, there's even a drum playthrough, like the, the video is on YouTube. You you uh, videotaped the one take that w went on to be on the album. Uh, I yep. still have <laughs> to find the time to watch it, but I'm definitely going to do it. It sounds crazy. I, I've listened to the album a couple of times. It's uh, absolutely fantastic, uh, crazy shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm also really happy for for Ashbury that to see um, that you're uh, gaining new ground, as they say. Um, uh, moving on uh, to our uh, uh, last guest and 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 last uh, yeah was a kind of last minute idea to to invite uh, Raigen from uh, Finland here. Um, yeah, we talked a couple of like like maybe two years ago at the broadcast still uh, when some of your first singles were out and now finally your debut album is out like two days ago. It was released uh, different kinds of losses on Inverse Records. Uh, hi Reagan, how how are you, and uh, how how does it feel uh, for you that the album is finally out? Well, I'm a bit of a newcomer here <laughs> amongst all these professionals, but uh, debut album absolutely feels awesome that it's out because the releasing the singles and all that stuff it has taken like so long <laughs> like for a year we have just released a single after a single after a single and i'm like the album is so old news to me already because it's been ready for over a year but now it's finally out that's perfect and we have been getting awesome feedback from it and everyone who has listened to it we have exceeded their expectations that's like the many of the comments have been that that okay i listened out of curiosity but this is fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> so that feels pretty good like as a newcomer <laughs> I, I, I had a little bit of a similar experience i have to admit yeah absolutely i mean uh uh but uh I don't know how to say it in English, but there's there's a saying that you yeah. Um well 
it, basically it means that that uh, you 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 were just saying yeah you're you're a newcomer among all these professionals but listening to your album it it sounds damn professional uh it really stands up to all the other uh three we've been discussing i would say um that's good to hear <laughs> <laughs> and uh songwriting wise i think it's uh, uh It's cool to mention that you 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 had two of the biggest names in the business uh, helping out in some songwriting uh, uh, on a couple of songs. Uh, how did this come about? Tell tell us who who is uh, uh, behind some of the songs on the album. Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> one song on the album we made with Katatonias Jonas Renkse, and he also played the keys on that song for the album and a guitar solo. And then two of the songs on the album are made by Einar Solberry of Lebros. And then a few songs are made with Teemu Koskela, uh, who played in Celesti before, which no longer exists, I guess. <laughs> and then uh, the rest of the songs we made with Teemu Liekkala, Uh, who has been with Manufacturer's Pride and now with Red Eleven. And he also produced and mixed the whole album. So, yeah, it 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 it, it really sounds fantastic. And, uh, and, and I can't wait to see more people uh, listening to it and, and to see their, their reaction. Um, it is... Um, Yeah, I, I think we've we've got a nice um combination of albums here as all of the albums are uh progressive metal albums, of course. Some are more have more extreme and more um crazy uh growling and, and death metal parts, some less, but there's for on all of the albums there's there's a good ton of uh melodic elements and, and parts as well. So um Yeah, everything that makes progressive metal exciting, I, I would say, and uh, that that leads me to to our second part uh, of of today, and that would be the your favorite albums of other artists from this year, as it's the last uh, episode of the year. Um, so I would say let's start with uh, with Robert. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I would like to mention uh, Seal and Order, uh, self-titled album, amazing album. Uh, I just saw them uh, the other week here in Munich. Crazy! Oh, <laughs> fantastic! I would love to see them someday. I haven't yet, so looking forward to that. And um, um, White Ward um, uh, with yeah. uh, False Lights, amazing album. I, I just I discovered them like two weeks ago, and I I. I I don't know why I haven't listened to them before. I was like, holy shit, this is good. And uh, also uh, Gairea uh, with uh, their new Gerard. album, Mirage. Yeah. Gera, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, so many vowels in that name. So um, <laughs> that's an amazing album. Like you can hear some Mgua references uh, in there. Some, some good old uh, melodic black metal. Fantastic. That's two two great picks. Um, yeah, continuing with Chris. Oh, 
okay, so this is actually kind of ironic, but uh, I haven't listened to anything new this year at all, actually. Um, yeah, it's um, it's kind of funny. No, but I'm uh, I don't know. I'm rooted that way when I find a certain band or a certain type of you know certain type of songs. I just listen the living shit out of them um, and just completely kind of just go full tunnel vision. So, um, but um, unfortunately, haven't I haven't had ghost? the no. No, it's uh, it's a shame. Yeah, yes, it's a shame. I should go and hide in a closet. Uh, it's awful. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, tell us what you what you've been binging on <laughs> then. <laughs> like what like... I've been binging. No, but uh, like normally, um, I mean, I'm a huge, huge fan of. Uh, it's not progressive metal at all, but I'm a huge fan of Slipknot. I've been since I was ten years old, eight years old. And it doesn't matter up until now. I'm 30 now. And um, I've been listening to them almost exclusively uh, since. Obviously, bands have come and gone. And obviously, I take inspirations from like Behemoth and uh, Moon Sorrow and other, ba other bands like that. But uh, when it comes to uh, growls and, and stuff like that, right? But uh, when it comes to listening to music, I'm generally pretty bad at it actually so um so i'm uh, obviously i love and enjoy music but i'm i'm bad at <laughs> listening to newer releases no worries so at it, all that's completely valid and uh no, no, a bit awkward no 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 pressure <laughs> at all i think we've got we've got enough uh uh recommendations to go around today mm. <laughs> so yes so all all good. Um, let's complete uh, the um, an abstract illusion trio with color. Uh, I just want to say it's funny that you mentioned Behemoth and uh, Slipknot because they have also released new albums this year. So <laughs> you should check them out if you want to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, my uh, my number one pick was uh, released in February. It's Vigedod. Uh, There's always blood at the end of the road. Belgian black metal. Um, it's a really angry, ferocious, fast um, album, uh, I think. And they also incorporate some kind of like avant-garde jazz in it, which is really cool. Um, and then uh, our label Mates Hot released an album, uh, All That Was Promised. Uh, I, I fell in love with that album pretty quickly. It's just, uh, I mean, it's death metal, but enough twists and turns that they kind of keep it interesting along the way. Um, great mix, great production. Um, they all are really, really good at their instruments, uh, which is really nice to see. Uh, and great songwriters, of course, it's the most important part. And I guess I have a lot of albums competing for my my third spot, but if we wanted to keep it metal, I would probably say um, uh, Ash Inspire, Hostile Architecture. Another uh, black metal album from um, Scotland. Um, yeah, it's really it's really cool. It's a very, I mean, it's kind of dissonant. It's kind of um, free form, I guess. There's saxophone and uh, <laughs> other cool instruments in it, and uh, great lyrics as well. Um, 
if I just could put one uh, fourth album as well, it's um, honorable mention. <laughs> honorable mention uh, a Norwegian prog rock band called Marathon um, with the album uh, Unseen Colors. Yeah. Uh, I just I just saw that they were confirmed for Prague Power uh, next year, so I was really happy about that. So I'm gonna enjoy seeing them there. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in uh, a second. Uh, Andy, your turn. <laughs> My turn. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of uh, have to be honest too. No, no. I mean, we've been uh, starting recordings uh, January 9th all the way through, and when we do recordings, I basically I don't listen to music. I don't listen to anything to distract me. In a way, or thank you. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I want to agree. There, was, there was no openness. That's it's, it's okay. That's life. Okay, that's uh, you just have so much capacity, and uh, and I didn't listen really like uh, like check what is going on in the world uh, during the time. I did listen to the new Pork Paint Tree album a couple of times, and. It was really good, but I would not, and, and I listened to a lot of soundtrack music, classical music, but anything that draws a lot of attention, a lot of attention, I usually skip. So 2022 was, I cannot really answer a lot of things. Uh, I cannot answer with a lot of records that I've been listening to or recommend. Um, as I said, I, a couple of, we are finished, we are, we are finished, what, when was it? That doesn't matter, two months ago or whatever. And uh, I'm starting to come back. So I've been listening to some, uh, I've been listening to Vo, as mentioned. And, yeah, <laughs> slowly, slowly coming back. Pokemon is always good listen anyway. Yeah, that was that was cool. I enjoyed it as well. Um, what about you, Colin? I know you're, you're, you're uh, uh, checking out at least as much new music as I do, as uh, you are also... Uh, together with me behind the what's hot and uh, releases of the week every week on the prog space so um yeah <laughs> yeah promoting like what like on average like 40 records or something like that every week yes. it's, it's, uh, <laughs> i remember when we first started doing that and we had like maybe 15 or something like that on a good week <laughs> yeah it's great and, and now we're like averaging 36 plus and it's uh no it's great I, I feel good being able to help promote you know so many bands because there's there's lots of music that needs you know some attention you know, it's a it's a the wild world up there. But if I can pinpoint uh, three records now for my favorites for uh, this year, I actually have to kind of pull up my uh, my top fifty list here so I can remember because there's a lot of good shit that came out. Um, but my number one, I'm, I I have to come back to uh, some of the records just to be sure if I'm still set on them. But I think they're good enough and well enough that I can still mention them as as favorites. So first one is from the band uh, Tamarum, uh, their album Ash in Realms of Stone Icons. Uh, they are on prosthetic records. Uh, this, this is actually their first album they dropped. And uh, I didn't even know about them before, but I saw the artwork and was like, oh, that looks really cool. And I saw the genre tags, like that sounds really intriguing. And listening to it, I'm just kind of like, wow, this has like, you know, the this kind of reminded me a lot of like Neablo Viscaris quite a bit, uh, but a little bit more on the kind of really uh, aggressive black metal side of things in a certain sense. Um, really 
not as like, well, it's kind of got some technical elements, but they focus a lot more on the atmosphere, a bit of the melody and that kind of stuff. So some long songs, of course, and production is really good. And yeah, I'm just like, wow, this is this kind of debut is like should be up there, like or at least like close to like, you know, the levels of like Portal of Eye, as I mentioned, Nail the Scars, you know, I'm just like, wow, this this blew me away. I had to get the the vinyl like right away. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, fantastic album. And then uh, for following up, this one isn't uh, really prog per se, although they have some records that uh, were somewhat more experimental and proggy. But this one is just straight up just one of the heaviest albums I've ever heard. Uh, it is uh, from the band Isoc Trillium, uh, their album Consecration of Spiritus Flesh. Uh, has even like tags of like war metal almost, but like I'd say it's a more imp- influential in the sense of uh, war metal but it's more straightforward like a black and death metal album and i don't know what it is but listening to this thing from front to back it's it is just chaos and in, in your face just it, it happens so fast i'm just like wow that was i was massive <laughs> like it's 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 crazy like a lot of times when i look for you know music that i consider fantastic generally leans more towards something that's adventurous and all kinds of things like which is why a lot of prog tends to be up high on my list because a lot of prog tends to be like that but something about this album for what it does in this style just like they just nailed it i i was just like floored by how heavy that like that just hitting that level of heaviness and, and i'm just Wow, that, 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 that is a fantastic record. So I had to get that one as well. Um, and then the other one I'm going to mention, actually uh, also on uh, Prosthetic uh, Records, uh, so not even a metal album, but uh, they do have a bit of uh, post-metal sludge metal going on in there a little bit. Uh, but the, the band is called uh, God Alone with their album, etc. This one seems to also have kind of been a little bit overlooked at the moment as far as I know, but first time I checked it out and uh, it was, it felt like that they're experimenting with a lot of stuff on here. It's kind of hard to pinpoint specifically um, like what kind of uh, album it is in terms of a genre. As I said, it's it's got tags of like post hardcore math rock, noise rock, uh, even dance punk. Apparently people are saying, yeah, yeah, I can can kind of hear that. Yeah. Uh, Some progressive rock screamo. It's, it's they they experiment a lot and it doesn't feel like a jumbled mess of random ideas it's like they really blended everything together really well and it was just such an experience so yeah i i definitely uh recommend that album as well looking for something a little more original and just also kind of adventurous in a way because of how different it is from most records i guess and yeah that was uh that was fantastic so yeah, I guess uh, if, if I had to leave it at three, that's uh, that's the the three I would say is uh, Tomarum, Isoxilium, and uh, God Alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three three very very uh, eclectic underground picks, I would say. Um, uh, Raigen, what about you? <laughs> well, I really haven't been listening to prog a lot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I always I always say uh, you can you can uh, yeah mention whatever uh yeah yeah i have a few here and uh, i have been listening to a lot of neo-folk ish things (laughs) this year for some reason i don't know i just get drawn to somewhere and then i 
stay in that puddle for some time and then get drawn to elsewhere. But Neofolk, it has been this year. So my favorite albums for this year have been Ordo Rosarius Equilibrio's Nihilist Notes and King Dude's Death. That has been a remarkable album. But also prog-wise, uh, I'd have to say and agree with Robert with the zeal and ardor. I really loved that album. It was really good. And I'm really looking forward if I get to see them live at some point. That would be awesome. And also, I would like to point out Rolo Tomasi, where myth becomes a memory. That was an excellent album. Somehow very good stuff. Yeah, fresh <laughs> take on everything. Yeah, very, very atmospheric. Um, yeah, yeah, and I really like the song Drip. It, it has like, the snare is so angry. It's just so angry in the atmosphere. I'm going gonna, gonna to have to get, go back to that and, and, and pay attention to the snare specifically. Um, <laughs> well, the yeah. energy comes like to the face. <laughs> they, they're going to go on tour in spring uh, through Europe. Um, really that would be also to great to see live. To seeing them again. Um, yeah, I as I said before we started recording uh, this afternoon, I tried to um, kind of put come down from my top 60 to a top three. And um, yeah, two albums that I haven't um, really listened to as much in the second half. Um, of uh, 2022 but then today I, I went back to to them and it was like yeah they they delivered everything that i was hoping for and that's actually two sophomore records uh one from germany soul splitter connection and then solidas 13 or 13 in french um those are just fantastic follow-up albums um i have to say i still like their respective debut albums a tiny bit better but like i i would never have guessed that they they come this close with the follow-up um those are definitely some of the best and, and my most uh beloved records of the year as for the number three i also struggled a lot um and um yeah marathon unseen color uh would probably be the third one with a special mention, honorable mention to A.A. A. Williams as the moon rests, um, at, as it's an album that I kind of overlooked on the release Friday, and I'm really sad about it because uh, I, I kind of I saw that it was out the Monday after, and uh, so the article was already out. Um, but I'm going to see them exactly in one week on next Sunday here in Munich. A.A. Uh, A. Williams with uh, Karen Park. Um, two fantastic singers. Um, the the atmosphere they are creating with their voices is just phenomenal. So yeah, that was that was my uh, little uh, rundown of the favorites, favorite top three or four. Um, and that leads us to our final part of the day. Um, as it's not only the the end of twenty twenty two, of course. Uh, 2023 is around the corner and uh i think yeah there's there's a lot of plans already that's uh been announced and maybe also some that you can hint at um uh starting with andy this time maybe <laughs> 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 
sorry to start you there. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to start you there, but uh, I mean, uh, you have uh, still a couple of uh, headliner shows in uh, Germany, Austria, and Switzerland coming up in January and March, right? And then also the big Prognosis Festival in yes. April. That's uh <laughs> very nice <laughs> oh yes yeah, so I, i mean we uh this is constantly growing hopefully it continues to grow the list of uh, shows so it's all of course pro promotional shows for the new record and um uh, i mean yeah there are, it's uh, you mentioned a lot so it's a lot of uh, germany of course but also switzerland netherlands uh then we see austria then we see how it continues whatever's happening and we are planning a lot of things but i cannot yeah maybe I, as soon we will really reveal the summer plans yeah, <laughs> yeah I, i really hope to see you at the summer breeze or somewhere but before that i'm gonna see you definitely here in munich and then also probably at prognosis in eindhoven on april 15th um yeah an abstract illusion you already mentioned that uh you are gonna play proc power europe yay which is gonna yes, be amazing nice. um mm. was was kind of a surprise for me um that they booked you um and they they've been um they've been kind of at it since since uh the this year's festival is over um and now announcing one band after the other and one band better than the other um <laughs> and you were one of the first bands that uh, they announced um so when when i discovered whoa i was um, and and saw that you know you're a three piece and you have like a like a, a session drummer who did the drums on the on the album i was not even sure that you did live uh gigs at all and then when i discovered whoa uh how good it is i was of course very happy to see that you you will do that kind of stuff um is there any any more plans uh that you can uh, announce uh For now, or you're still working behind the scenes on some more stuff? Uh, I think we're kind of trying to figure out things behind the scenes, as you say. Uh, no no real big announcements. Uh, we're really excited to be at Prog Power because it's our it will be our first um, international gig ever. Yeah. So, uh, so that's uh, really, really cool. We're, we're so happy to be there because it seems to be Not only do they pick really good bands, but also seems to have a really nice atmosphere there as well. From what we've I, heard, I can I can attest to that. I was uh, was there like 12 times already. <laughs> so yeah, it's <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, yeah. uh, Colin, what's uh, what's the the upcoming plans for Ash Breather? Uh, well, uh, continue to promote this album. Uh, as far as I know, it's still fresh um see how that goes and in the process of continue writing for future materials and uh actually we're currently writing for actually our fourth album because our third album we actually had almost finished writing even during the process the first album was supposed to be out so yeah we've been busy with writing as you can see <laughs> but it kind of helps that uh you know we won't have to wait super long for the next record to come out because Now it's like, okay, well, we want to take a break from recording for now, so let's just continue writing. And then when we do get to recording, 
hey, we have another album that we can just hop right onto recording. And there we go. So, um, yeah, that third album that's basically about done in terms of writing uh, is going to be a bit even wackier of, uh, of a concept. Um, a society that eats uh, nothing but beans and then they get that taken away from them and then things go um, dark, let's just say. <laughs> um, yep, that's going to be a, a really interesting one. People think that the hive mind was a little silly. Well, uh, uh, you're not ready. <laughs> um, as opposed to when it, now when it comes to shows and stuff like that, well, I'm I'm still in the works to try to get us some more out of town gigs. Uh, again, we're not really like a big band or anything like that. Like uh, it, it will probably be some time before we get anywhere close to like, you know, getting an opportunity like that one of, you know, opening for Threshold, for example. We were actually like still, as far as I know, the only band in Canada to have opened for them there. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, and I've been like a big fan of Threshold for quite some time. So that was a uh, it was a nice moment for us. And yeah, it's uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe sometime in the next few years, we'll get to play at a big festival or something like that. But not uh, crossing my fingers too much for that. But hey, who knows? <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy to 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 to. Uh, I mean, we, of of course, we talk uh, almost daily with with what's hot and release of the week, but that's going on, and and I already knew that that you have the like just you just released the second album and now you're working on the fourth because the third is already uh done songwriting wise it's uh it's crazy to see and uh, and i'm really excited for more ashbury the stuff um yeah reagan your your debut album is out now and uh i think in the press release it also was mentioned that you you you're trying to to bring this on stage for for live experience yes yes how, so how have, are those plans coming along yeah we have two big things rolling all the time so uh just this week we had our first live rehearsals so the live lineup is up and running and in two days we got seven songs together already <laughs> so also the live lineup is fire <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i think as soon as possible we are gonna go on stage uh we are thinking maybe next year april may something like that so we get the production together also <clears throat> So we are looking for some summer festivals and that kind of stuff, probably in Finland for starters, but I won't shut out, out <laughs> Europe at all. <laughs> that would be awesome to get a few gigs in Europe too. And uh, the second big thing that's ongoing, we have already started to get the second album together. We have a few demos and we have a few collaborations <laughs> which i won't tell anything about yet but their second album is coming and it will be even greater than the first one <laughs> of course <laughs> of course yeah um it's uh very very exciting uh to see and hear all this amazing music uh getting released and um what you just said that ties in with our traditional last words of the show 
kind of as uh, if people want to keep up to date what's going on in the Reagan camp, in the an abstract illusion camp, in the disillusion camp, and of course also in the Ashbury the camp, uh, you just have to follow and like and subscribe to their socials, which we will link everywhere. And uh, then you will see when there's any news uh, uh, released uh, about new shows, new singles, new videos, new albums, uh, new plans. Um, thank you so much uh, to everyone for being on this end of 2022 um, Proc Talks episode. It was the 40th episode in this year. It's been a hell of a ride. Um, I'm really excited to see uh, what all of you will be coming up next with musically and I'm looking forward to seeing all of you live at one point some suited than others but uh yeah we'll get there um yeah until next year i have to say um take care of yourselves and your loved ones and don't forget to keep spreading that prog love thank you very oh, much yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you everything man the prog talks produced by the prog space